Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Well, one of the things that's near and dear to my heart is talking about teenagers and depression. Because I know how much and how many teenagers struggle with depression and unfortunately, that can lead to suicide. And so this is a, a very important topic. But I also want to let you all know from right from the get-go, this could be a very triggering. And so I want you to have the opportunity. We're going to be talking about teenage depression and t- teenage stress and suicide. So if you need to, to listen to this at a later time, I want you to be aware of that and not catch you off guard. Well, that being said, the topic in the episode title is called A Brighter Day Helps Teens Manage Depression and Stress with Elliot Collin. Coming right up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today Show. My name is John Cordray, and I am a licensed therapist, and I'm also the host of the Mental Health Today Show, and I am so glad that you are here. Like I said earlier at the beginning here, is this is a tough topic. It's a hard topic, but it's one that we need to continue to talk about, and often it's not talked about enough. And so I have a very special guest, and let me just let you know that this is a long bio. He has done a lot. So let me tell you a little bit about Elliot. Elliot is the co-founder and president of A Better Day, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping teens manage depression and stress. Elliot and his wife started the nonprofit in 2015 in memory of their youngest son, Jake, who committed suicide at 19. Every year, millions of teenagers struggle with thoughts of depression and deep sadness, isolation, stress, and the feeling of helplessness. Because of their mental health issues, thousands commit suicide, among it one of the leading causes of death among teens in the U.S., and that is so true and so sad. The parents of these teens are the last to learn about their child's mental health problems often, and sometimes it's too late to take action. So Brighter Day, A Brighter Day aims to help stop teen suicide by educating teens and their parents about mental disorders and providing resources that they can use to reach out and communicate when depression and stress are affecting either their own 
or the lives of those around them. And they have helped thousands of teens deal with mental health issues while still allowing them to retain their privacy and dignity. Ellie is also actively involved in several other nonprofit organizations, including the Boys and Girls Club of Contra Costa and the Congregation Benai Shalom, which is he has helped raise millions of dollars. I probably did not say that right. For nearly 30 years, he has also run a wealth management firm, Prosperity Financial Group, which helps individuals achieve their retirement goals and uniquely invest their assets. Wow, that is a lot. Great bio. All right, Elliot, welcome to the show. John, great to be on with you. Yes, I can't wait. This is a very difficult subject matter, but like I said, and I know you agree, it is something that we need to talk about more and more because you mentioned it in your bio that so often parents are one of the last ones to know just how severe their son or daughter is suffering with depression. So I like to start my episodes with a story. And your story is not necess- not a happy story. It's a sad ending and sad story of how you got involved and why you started and founded A Brighter Day. Can you share a little bit about your life and your story and about your son, Jake? I will. And thank you again for having me on. Uh, John, uh, my younger son, Jake, who is very active in sports, is a hockey player. His jersey is retired in both the local ice rink as well as the University of Montana rink. Wonderful kid, but he was a ticking time bomb, and we didn't see it coming. We are those parents that's like so many other parents that did not know our child was depressed. No real outward signs, at least until the very end. So what happened was, and it's if you understand the story, then you're going to understand why we formed the, the organization. So 2015 in January, my son, who was a sophomore at the University of Montana, age 19, at about one in the morning, no drugs, no alcohol, walked, made his bed, walked up to the highway and jumped in front of an oncoming truck mm. and obviously took his life. We were frantically looking for him the next day because his phone was turned off mm. and no teenager turns off their phone. Mm. And we did not find him. We just kept leaving him messages. And at 630 at night, Federal Express rang our doorbell and came in with a six page suicide note. He had already been dead since one in the morning. And he was a John Doe. And in his suicide note to us, in the first main paragraph, he said, Mom and Dad, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I never would have told you how I felt. I never would have asked for your help. And I never would have taken your help. And you can imagine that devastation and destruction immediately upon the family. So the next day, early in the morning, we had a 6.30 flight out to Las Vegas and then up, up to Montana. And I must have read that suicide note, I don't know, a hundred times there and back. And we went up to Montana to claim his body and to bring him back for burial in Lafayette, California. And I knew then that we had to do something, take some action to prevent other parents from feeling this destruction. We just had to do something. And so as this began to evolve, it began to evolve into a charity a regular 501c3 called A Brighter Day, wonderful organization with a simple couple simple goals. We are going to help teens and their parents deal with stress and, depra- stress and depression with the goal of stopping teen suicide. Hmm. 
And we thought originally sports, but then we realized that teens today, their most common trait with each other is not sports, but actually music. Hmm. So what we began to do, simple concept. We took Battle of the Bands. We changed the word Battle of the Bands because battle creates more stress for people. And we did teen band showcases where teen bands played for bands. And in the first three years, the charity first four years, we handed out backpacks to the teens there. And the backpacks were filled with resources on stress and depression. Some of these we originally created or created with original content. Some of these we found. And then COVID hit. And we knew that we had to reinvent ourselves. And we created a whole galley of resources. We put money into social media, money into the website, money into running teen talent showcases, kind of like America's Got, America's Got Talent with teens, where teens could download the resources. So now in 2022, we've got a website at a brighterday.info that has a teen toolkit that has a parent survival toolkit with original content resources. We've got a newsletter that goes out every other week with original writing that we do here. <clears throat> We've got a newsletter that goes out all about bullying, stress, and depression, and, and the internet that are getting all free to everybody, parents, teens. We've created now a, 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 an internet program, or I should say rather a texting program, where somebody could text to us what's going on, and in five minutes they will get a response, and they could text for up to 45 minutes in all 50 states. Wow. And now we've also joined partners with a firm where they can get Zoom online help within a few days for their team. Just amazing what we're doing. So to put that in perspective, John, because it's an epidemic in this country, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that. But in our first three years of working in, with A Brighter Day, we handed about out about 2,000 backpacks. Hmm. Last month, more than 19,000 people downloaded our resources. Wow. Wow. So we are really touching thousands and thousands of families every month with the goal, again, of stopping teen suicide and helping parents and teens, because we did learn that the best way to reach teens is through their parents, because teens don't ask and reach out for help. The parents kind of have a feeling, but they don't necessarily know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you're exactly right. And, and a lot of times the teenager is not going to tell any adult but sometimes they might tell their friend or maybe the friend might pick up on something, but not always. And I, I, by the way, I love the name, A Brighter Day. Thank you so much. I, I, I love that. And I like the fact that you really thought through how to reach the teens and it's through music. And that's fantastic. And you, are, you brought it up and you're exactly right. It is the teen suicide is definitely an epidemic. And that's not an exaggeration. It's one of the leading causes of death among this young generation. And we've got to do something about it. And we need to get the information out there. We need to get support and help. And that's exactly what A Brighter Day is doing. That's fantastic. And John, just to put that into perspective, if I can interrupt you for a moment. Sure. Teen suicide is the second leading cause of death among teens behind accidents. Mm -hmm. That means it's in front of cancer, AIDS, 
anything that happens at school, it's anything that happens in urban areas around the country, such as shootings or knifings with gangs and so forth. It is the second leading cause of death. It's amazing. Nobody puts that in perspective. But if we spend more money on protecting gangs by tens of thousands of people, protecting people from gangs, then we spend on teen depression. Mm. Well, you're exactly right. And that, and, and it's something that for whatever reason, it is not talked a whole lot about. And it takes organizations like A Brighter Day to bring out the awareness and the support. And so you are helping, not only you're trying to prevent, and that's awesome. And that's a great mission and continue to do that. But I would imagine you also are a resource to families who have a teenager that did commit suicide as well. That's the most heartbreaking part of what we do is when we first get involved afterwards. And generally what happens there, John, is a parent calls me up directly because my phone number is on the website. And so many schools and counselors have my name and call me when there's a suicide mm-hmm. because I put myself out there as a personal resource. And they call up and they'll say, Elliot, I don't know what to do. And that's usually what happens. And these are teens. We just had a situation where a child, a teen, this just happened during COVID. A, a junior was at a local school here and was playing football and had a 4.2, 4.4 average and had really planned out their life to go to an Ivy League school and play football. And very excited. And COVID hit and his senior year was canceled for football. And his grades just fell apart. He was not an at-home school type of person. And by the middle of his senior year, he realized he was no longer an Ivy League candidate. Mm. And he went down to the local school that he played at, put a rope over the crossbar of the football crossbar uprights, and hung himself. Mm. And these are, sadly, situations that parents call me about and say, I need help. I need to talk to somebody. And I always make myself available. I can't tell you how many times I've sat in Starbucks with a parent where they've cried. And of course, I've cried with them with big hugs because there's nothing I could do. I can't change it. They're just beginning the grieving process. They've got to go through all those things, such as anger and ultimately dispassion through this passion process. It's a very sad process for parents. It is a sad process, and it's a process that you and your wife went through, and so you know a little bit too much what it's like. And I would imagine that because of what you went through, you and your wife went through with your son, Jake, that helps the families that you're talking with because it's not something that you are intellectually talking about. You you have lived it. You've been there in their shoes. You are in their shoes. And so I would imagine the offer, the help that you're offering and the hugs and the, and the tears, all of that is so helpful and meaningful to these families because you have gone through it yourself. Right. And I thank you. And I can explain to people because they say, how do I fill this hole mm-hmm. in my heart? How do I do this? And you can't. Yeah. I can say that, you know, I'm in my seventh year now since my son's suicide his picture is a screensaver on my in my office. Mm. His eight by ten is next to my television, so my head sometimes goes back and forth. Mm. I, some of the movies I watch, if there's a child in there, I I think of my son. If it's sports, I can't text him. He and I were sports fanatics with each other, especially hockey and football. 
which I played most of my life and he played, we used to text each other all about, did you see Tom Brady do this? Did you see that? I can't do that. Even during the Super Bowl, I can't text him. Yeah. And it's just an emptiness. So, you know, life, sadly, or maybe health, healthily, tomorrow the sun's going to come up and the earth's going to keep spinning no matter how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so what, and that's what I say. I said, you know, it, your son's hole is never filled. Your ability to cope with it and deal with it gets stronger over time. Yeah. And that's exactly right. And you have the authority to be able to say that because you're living it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. So you're right. And you bring up so many good points because the first year I always, when somebody loses a loved one, the first year it's very difficult because it's a year of first. Yet birthdays and holidays and Mother's Day and, and Father's Day, all these different events, and we're reminded all over again of the emptiness and they're not there. And as you mentioned, there's so many other things like the Super Bowl and sports and watching a movie or a show that it's the father and son. It's, it, these are all reminders. And the one thing that I hear over and over again with, when people are grieving is the survivor's guilt where they feel like they can't ever be happy again because they don't want to forget about their loved one. Have you experienced that when you talk about uh, this with other families? Uh, Not exactly that. I'll tell you the guilt. Absolutely. The need to be happy. No, that's because that's not my personality to not be happy no matter what, to find goodness in life and goodness in my other children. But the guilt doesn't go away. So I go to the cemetery about every third week. This is seven years out now. Mm. And I go to the cemetery every third week. I have to say the view doesn't change. Most of my conversation doesn't change. I have to believe in heaven because I can't believe I'm standing on his grave and it ends here. I like Mm. to believe that he's in some better, not a better place. A better place is next to me, but he's in some place that's, you know, not underneath me when I'm standing in the cemetery. Uh, but I don't know that for a fact. Obviously, no one does. Uh, but the guilt is, I felt that he got very conflicting advice on life from his mother and his father, who have such different perspectives on life, uh, that it can it spun his head around a little bit. Now, maybe that's not true, and it's just me superimposing my guilt on him, but I still feel horrible about that. So I am when I go to the cemetery about every second or third time, I feel that I owe him an apology for not saving his life, for not protecting from himself. And I'm going to add to that, John, that because my father was a depression era child, born in Newark, New Jersey, and you know, World War II happened in the middle of his life, you know, and death was all around him in the middle of his life. That he, there's a whispering in my ear, he's long gone, but there's a whispering in my ear that says, Your number one job as a father is to protect your family. You've got to provide for them. And you've got to protect them in every possible way. And I feel like I did a great job in so many ways, but I did not protect him from himself. That's a guilt. Now, that's a silly thing to think. He's off in college. How do you do that? It's impossible to do completely. But I did it. So, you know, I feel horrible about that that whole thing. But it's something you have to do. You, You have to protect your family. So I didn't, I failed at protecting Jake from himself. I failed at that. That's never, I think, going to go away. Mm-hmm. Never. And so when I watch certain TV shows 
about protecting your child because that's their job. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Um, it's an emotional experience for me. It is very emotional. And you can imagine movies that make people cry anyway. I don't watch sad movies on purpose, but I do watch movies that have kids involved sometimes. And it is very difficult for me to not think about my own child. Or I have a daughter who's pregnant right now. How do I not think about the fact that, you know, my son would be 27 today and maybe married and maybe moved on with his own family? You can't help but think about these thoughts. Yeah. And that's part of the grieving process. And the grieving process doesn't stop in one year, not the first year. It's ongoing every year. And I think you mentioned it earlier really well that you'll never get over it. You always will have that void in your life. But it, there, tomorrow's a new day. It's a brighter day, right? And it's a great reminder. And, and it's not that it's a brighter day, it's a new day, and so everything is back to normal. Life is never going to be back to normal. But you can live your life. And you can the life that you live can be in honor of the, your child that you lost. And, and that's... Ex- be, but, you know, we just had a... Again, sorry to interrupt you. We just okay. had a... I talked to a woman... Uh, a couple of years ago, and her son 
went into the garage, had a fight with his father. They're divorced, went into the garage, found the shotgun and blew his head off. And she went running into the garage and she heard the sound. And you can imagine the sight. It was just awful. Yeah. Yeah. And she just cried and cried in, in the coffee shop when we met and just in the middle of COVID her only remaining other son took his life. Hmm. I don't know how she ever gets over it. Wow. I can't imagine that. And I don't yeah. think she can. And even if that was me, I don't even know if I could get over that. Yeah. You know, that's grief on top of grief on top of grief. And, you know, some people go through grief that we'll never know. And, and yet, you know, I can't speak for this, this mom. I can't imagine what she's gone through. And I don't know where she's at now. If she's listening to this, you know, we want to encourage her, but we can't stop living. We might feel like we need to, but we have to keep going. And that's exactly what you and your wife have done. You were, you started a brighter day as a way of honoring and remembering your son. And you're helping countless other families and moms and dads who lost their child and maybe in some cases, like you just mentioned, multiple children. And I mean, it's just a blessing that you are having on these families and they're going through the darkest days of their lives. And it's such, that's one of the reasons why I love the title, the name of the nonprofit, A Brighter Day, because people are going through the darkest days of their life. And the help that you're offering and the guidance and just being there and listening is there's power and presence and offering everything that you can to help these parents go through this difficult time and the families. You know, I don't want to gloss over brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and grandparents. Everybody's involved and everybody's affected. And, and so I, I'm keeping an eye on our time here, Elliot, and this is fa- fabulous and, and just learning what you're all doing. But I also want to know a little bit more about Brighter Day. So I know you, you talked about doing some outreach, but do you also go into schools and talk to students themselves? So schools have been a little less respect, group, a little less open-minded than we would have liked about this. Mm. Uh, schools in general, and I know it's national, The word suicide scares the heck out of administrators. And I did have actually a principal say to me, Elliot, I know what you do. I think it's fabulous what you do, but I don't get paid for having you on campus. And we never talk about suicide. Wow. And that is terrible. But there are schools that have invited me in to speak. We have a program director that she's been in speaking. I've spoken to many rotaries. My wife is speaking to the juniors. It's a women's organization in the next few weeks. So we do go in and speak on a regular basis. I've done so many podcasts here, so many articles, so many feature writings that we're getting our name out there. We're still six years into our charity. We're in the infancy of where we're going. We actually believe that in the next five years, we'll be a national charity with our message being national, helpful, and free. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the goal because we fundraise totally separate from this. And we do this. We want to be doing this. If we could figure out a way to get into the schools and it'd be more open-minded, we'd be all ears on that. We just have struggled with that. Yeah. So I actually worked in the school district for about four years 
and that they hired me as a licensed therapist to come in and help kids with the most, uh, a lot of trauma and abuse and neglect in their life. Depression, it was, you know, this was something that they acknowledged and need, needed help with. And not every, I would say not every school would be closed-minded. And I would just encourage you to keep looking and keep knocking on those doors because I know this is something that's affecting schools. I mean, how many, if suicide is the number two leading cause of death among teenagers, and it is nationally, then it's affecting a lot of schools. And this is something that's not usually, it's not talked about on the news. School shootings is, but not necessarily uh, suicide, but it has to be, it needs to be. So if if you're listening to this episode and, and you are a school administrator, a teacher, or if you work in a school district, I want to encourage you to go and talk to your school board and then tell them that this is needed. You've got to expose this tragic epidemic that's happening in our schools across America. And, you, and, and bring on Elliot and his team to come and let them come and talk to the students of your school. John, we have the ability to Zoom anywhere in the country. That's the beauty of what happened with Zoom. Mm. We have the ability to create resources for any school district in the country, even tailor make them to the school district. So the original content with the original content with the school on there, we can talk to parents. We Here's something that here are three programs that we're doing that schools can tap into for absolutely nothing. One is they can type, they can create a texting program with us, give it out to every teen and every parent. And it, they just, from their cell phone, they type in 741741, 741741. They type the word brighter and it will get a, a counselor on in five minutes, all 50 states. Wow. If they need a live person to talk to, this can take six to 10 weeks in the United States to get them in front of a live counselor, licensed counselor. And you know that it's, it's a long wait. Yeah. If your child's in crisis, six weeks is a lifetime. Yes. So we've created, we've teamed up with Better Health, and now they can simply go on our website at abrighterday.info, and they can get inside of a week or two in front of a counselor on Zoom. And where there's a charge for that, we have the ability to give out scholarships so we can get them three, four, five counseling sessions for free anywhere in the country. Mm. Right. So it's amazing what we're doing. And then the resources, again, are they're universal. It's they're good advice. How do I help my teen? How do I find out if my teen is depressed? How do I find out if my teen is sad? What are good questions to ask? We put them on our website in all of our newsletters. We've, we don't have all the answers, but we are so far into this that nobody's coming near us. Then we're just going to create original content every single, every single month and biweekly to help parents. I love it. I love it. Thank you for what you are doing with Brighter Day. So just uh, what I want to do is I want to ask you to, if there's something that, that you can leave our the families, maybe a mom and dad, maybe they're wondering about their child or maybe they recently or in the near past lost a child to suicide. What would be a few words of encouragement that you can leave with them? Right. Let me address that different places. When it, first, let me address the parent, if I could, John, sure. that is not sure their teen is depressed, but something's off. They know they can feel it. Their gut's telling them this is just not working, right? Something was wrong. 
And there's there's a difference of especially for boys who commit suicide four to one over girls. That boys are terrible communicators. Right? Most men are terrible communicators. <laughs> start in adulthood. <laughs> you know, my I have a my 29 year old twin boy who's in his PhD program still answers me monosyllabically. How's your day going? Fine. And I have to remind him, I paid a lot of money for education. Can you answer me polysyllabically? So it happens, but that doesn't make him depressed to be to that. So there is a line between depressed and non-communicative. But if you're not sure where that line is, and nobody really knows where that line is, that I would, I really recommend two th- that parents do two things that can help them or three things. First of all, if I could make your dinners cell phone free for everybody. Mm. No texting, no talking to grandma during dinner. After dinner, talk to grandma. No friend to friend texting, nothing, including from the parents. And then if you're having dinners and you don't, obviously with sports and school, you can't do this every night of the week. But if you can several times a week, learn to ask the right questions. So like not just how school is going, but and you get a, the answer of fine or okay or a grunt and a shoulder shrug. But what's your favorite class? Why? Who's your favorite teacher? Why? What's your least favorite class? Why? Your best friend Jimmy or Jane, what's their favorite class? How are they doing? Because many times teenagers will answer you third party, well, I like Mr. Smith in algebra, but my best friend, you know, John, he can't stand that class and he's not going to do well in that. They're really talking about themselves. So you've got to be a better question answer. And if that's not working for you to make them cell phone free, then once or twice a week, take a walk with your child cell phone free. You'll create communication. So communication with your teenager is paramount and the apex of success in dealing with a teenager. Talk, communicate, ask good questions. They may start asking you your questions about your job, like mom, dad, how do you like your job? And you might be having your own struggles that you can share. Well, you know something? I I like what I do, but I can't stand my boss. (laughs) And that becomes a good conversation to have. So that's those are the two first recommendations that I make for parents that might feel like their teenagers are dealing with stress and depression. And the next thing I would do with the parent whose child, who they've just lost their child, it's a horrible situation, and maybe they lost them a year ago, first thing to do is get some counseling. You cannot solve this yourself. You can't. I've been through this. You don't have all the answers. You have more questions than answers. How could he do that? How could he or she do this? How could I not have known? What kind of parent am I? How horrible of a human being am I? Do I even have a right to live now? Mm. Or those, how do you answer them as a parent? Mm. And so you got to get some counseling because the, the hard part for a parent to understand is that they didn't commit suicide their child did. Mm-hmm. And they are a survivor. In a, I hate that word, but they are a survivor. And they've got to figure out, if they've got other children, how to be there for their other children who are alive. And if they're not there, if they have no other children, and this happened, right, and they only had one child who took his or her life, then how can they be a great spouse or a great employee or whatever they do well at? How can they be here and present? Because we live in what could be a very positive world surrounded by TV and movies and media, social media in particular, 
that's incredibly negative and looks like a highlight reel of everybody else's life but yours. Hmm. And so we have a bad influence on us. Teens have a bad influence that feels that everybody's having a better time at life than me. And that's what we've got to go after. That they're not. You are too. But you have to come to, re- the, to grips with that reality that everybody has good times, not good times, sad times, delicious and happy times. There's no one pattern and no one mood or feeling that's absolute with everyone. Yes. Well, great, great advice and tips there. Thank you so much. That was very thought out and heartfelt. I appreciate that. Well, Elliot, our time is coming to a close here. And there is one last question that I have for you. One that I ask a lot of all of my guests actually about self-care. And I'm really interested, what are a few things that you do for your self-care? That's a great question to ask everybody. Like everybody else, I'm a I'm built like a small Coke machine. I'm 5'8", 220, played football, <laughs> played ice hockey. For 40 years, I played ice hockey, coached at some of the highest levels that you can coach at. And, and people have compared me with a small Coke machine. <laughs> but also because I've gotten older, you know, there's a little bit of gut fat on there. And things. so I'm at the gym. I get up at 445 every morning and I either go to the gym or I take a walk. Mm. So that's very important. With my wife and I try to eat dinner together most nights. It's not always possible just so we can have a conversation mm-hmm. in that we do that. We avoid the negative movies. We watch them for five or 10 minutes. I know like, we're not going to watch this. We avoid the TV series that are melodramatic and people die on these series. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. So we're trying to create happy places. Exercise is my way of trying to be happy. But I have to tell you, sometimes eating a bag of of ruffles is a pretty good place for me to be too (laughs) in my head, but not really good in my gut. (laughs) Right. But it does help. And raised as a foodie is good. And I have gotten into being an amateur chef. Mm. I love to play with food. My mother was a Julia Child chef. So I learned a lot watching her and, and some of her recipes. And I play with all types of food. And I've been working for the last two years on presentations and watching Chopped and watching how people present in creative ways. Art is not been, was never my best subject, so getting artsy with presentations is a real challenge, but it's fun to do. And my wife is my hardest critic on my food. <laughs> people at my table could say, this is just fabulous. There's layer of quality. And she'll say, yeah, but you have too much pepper. <laughs> yeah, our spouses can be, can be very honest with us. And really, we need that sometimes, too. My wife definitely has a reality check in my life. (laughs) Well, that's great. Well, thank you for that. I like how you, there's a very diverse exercise, placing boundaries, saying no to certain things, saying yes to quality time with your spouse. All those are really important. So thank you for that. I appreciate you telling us what are some of the things that you do for self-care. So again, I want to thank you so much, Elliot, for coming on. Can you say one more time the website where families or even teens can go to for help? Absolutely. And it's completely free to anybody that wants to go there for parents or teens. It's www.abrighterday.info. And my email address is Elliot. That's spelled weirdly, two L's and one T, E-L-I-O-T, at A brighterday.info and we'll make all of our resources available to anybody that asks for them. 
Awesome. Very good. So if this uh, episode is meaningful to you and you want to get some more information, go to the website. You can also go on our show notes uh, at the mentalhealthtodayshow.com's website. Uh, so you can go there, click on it, or you can go directly to a brighterday.info website. Very good. All right, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. You uh, are, are so important to me and I, I, you are why I do this show and I've been doing it for a long time and I want to continue you, to, to remind you to work on your mental health, whether it's depression or stress or anxiety or some other mental health issue. Keep working on it. Don't give up. Uh, tomorrow's a brighter day. How do you like that? And, <laughs> and, and so just keep working on you. So I'm going to let you go and remember the Mental Health Today show has been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.